Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson. So glad, glad, glad to have you here with us on our show. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. I've got my buddy Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation here with us. We're going to discuss everything going on in the world of Duke basketball. If you haven't done so already, you could follow our show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and you could follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. So much to talk about, so let's waste no time. Let's get right to it as I welcome in my good pal Ryan. It's the summer. We're watching a lot of summer league right now. Not as much basketball on the floor at the college level for sure, but the time is always greatly appreciated. How's your summer been so far, Ryan? Busy, man. Like most people, um, summer, I'm in the Midwest, so it's like the perfect time to be outside as much yeah. as possible. Um, our little two-year-old loves swinging the golf club around, so we're outside hitting golf balls, and I'm playing golf, going fishing and everything. So um, summer's busy, but it's fun. It's nice to take a little break from from Duke basketball, just a little bit yeah. um, every now and then, not checking Twitter constantly, but um, it's been good, man. Yeah, certainly because now that the roster is kind of set in stone, there's no need really to check Twitter because we already know what the team's going to look like. There's no transfers coming in at the last moment and that sort of thing. So uh, it's got to be great now that we know what the team looks like and there is no need for always refreshing to see if any news is going to break. Yeah, it's weird because like when, when we're going through it in April and, and March or April and May when it comes to the draft, um, we're all we don't feel like we're ever going to get to this point. Like if you go back to the Keels decision, it felt like that took months and months. And I was like, man, when is June and July just going to get here so we can settle down and stop worrying about it? Um, and now that it's finally here, it's kind of weird to not like be addicted to Twitter and like pulling. I actually deleted Twitter from my phone for like a couple days there because it was just like I, I don't need to be checking Twitter anymore. Like if any news is going to happen, somebody will text me or whatever. Like not a lot of stuff's going to break. So. Finally having this roster set, finally knowing what Keels obviously ended up doing um, with with his decision, and now we can kind of focus on next year and get way too overexcited with the Duke men's basketball videos they put out every couple days. Yeah, no, I mean, they're on top of it for sure because they know we're so starved for conversation and content, and uh, I'm grateful for that. An inside look at these practices that are already taking place, and we're still ways away from the season. Like, football season has to come and go before – we can really dive into basketball and what yeah. lies ahead. But even with all of that, you mentioned Trevor Keels and his decision. He does get drafted. He recently signed the two-way contract with the New York Knicks, where now he's going to get guaranteed money. So all five players that went to the draft for Duke were selected, and now they get the opportunity to start their pro careers as well. How cool was that to watch the draft and it unfold? That was a lot of fun, and I, I'm, I'm biased, but as being a Timberwolves fan, seeing Wendell Moore uh, end up in Minnesota, I think it's a great fit for him. Uh, but, man, five guys drafted in one night, that that's crazy. Normally you get a guy to slide much further than Keels or not even get drafted, but the fact that Keels stayed early to mid-second round was awesome. Um, it was really fun to see Paulo's odds go from, like, non-existent getting the number one pick to all of a sudden within like an hour of the draft he's the odds on favorite and then obviously is picked first by the magic so um just a super fun night i think aj and, and mark i guess aj more falling a little bit um 
and uh, what the lottery said and then marketing getting drafted by the Hornets uh, probably a little bit later than he was expected, but just super cool, cool for the program. And yeah, man, now it's time. I mean, Paulo's already been shut down for the summer league. He's, he showed out plenty. He played really well. Um, and so, and, and AJ, obviously not, he was on a day-to-day listed as day-to-day and hasn't played in the first couple games. So interested to see his situation. I have no idea what that injury or knee discomfort is or foot discomfort, whatever it was. So hopefully he can get out there, but, um, yeah, I, I saw Duke men's basketball release a little teaser one and a half minute clip today. So I was already watching that and overreacting to every little thing I saw. So let it begin, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to that in just a moment. Talking summer league and, and Duke players starting their professional careers. You mentioned Paulo, like that's as good as it gets, right? I'm going to get guaranteed money. I'm the number one pick. And from Orlando's perspective, it paid off. Like that was the guy we should have selected is kind of the way they're walking away from this because for six weeks leading into it, the betting odds and everyone assumed Jabari Smith from Auburn would go number one and that Paulo would fall three to Houston. Orlando so enthused by Paulo that they're like, we've seen you play in two games and that's enough. No chance whatsoever that we're going to let you get hurt in one of these games. I mean, that's like the ultimate uh, prize. If you're, if you're a number one pick, like you literally played, <laughs> games probably probably played i don't know the exact number but probably 50 minutes total and they're like nope we're good we've seen enough yeah. like let's shut you down i'm sure from his standpoint as a competitor it kind of was tough to not be able to get back out there again but uh I, I don't know what more you could ask you went out there showed out showed you why you were the number one overall pick and now it's time to just get back in the in the gym and work on whatever you need to work on before the season starts because you you showed out enough so um happy for him great kid uh he's gonna he'll be all nba in no time and meet all-star multiple times um throughout his career so i'm excited to see it yeah right i need more from you though now let's talk wendell moore jr because you mentioned it. you are the minnesota guy you are a timberwolves fan you told the world hey this is amazing i've got a duke guy on the t-wolves yeah. you've got an exciting rudy gobert trade for the team like the outlook is turning up Minnesota and it's so cool that Wendell Moore Jr. does really look like he's going to get to be a part of that. Yeah and I think it says something the fact that we that we as in the Timberwolves kept Wendell Moore after we, we literally got rid of we got rid of, rid of Walker Kessler who was drafted yeah. before Wendell Moore we got rid of Malik Beasley we got rid of um uh, who else am I missing? We got rid of Jared Vanderbilt. We got rid of some core guys and the fact that they kept more could have been a part of that and maybe not as much um, what Utah was looking for, but just the fact that the Timberwolves kept him, kept him around for next season. I think he's going to make the roster. I don't see him spending a ton of time in the G League just because there is room for him on the roster now um, to come in and be a backup guard. And he was even in, in in summer league. He was running point guard. I know when he worked out for some teams. I think uh, Zion uh, at Duke NBA said that he was working out as a point guard. So I can see him taking backup point guard minutes um this this upcoming season so super pumped about it he's just a great all-around player like he, he can yeah. go out even in the nba i think he can get in his first couple of years six to eight points a game few rebounds here few, few assists really good defender so um i really hope it works out I, I think out of all those guys it was either him or mark that i thought were a great fit for the timberwolves um and i'm pumped man now i get to we used to have tyus for a little bit and now we get we get wendell so i'm excited to go to a few games and check him out Always great. Wendell Moore Jr. starting his professional career, his three years with the Duke Blue Devils. We certainly saw him uh, multiple times play the point guard position. He's going to be doing just fine with the basketball in his hands. Let's talk about next year's team, what it could look like at some of our takeaways here in just a moment on Locked On Blue Devils. Our show today, Locked On Blue Devils, is brought to you by Rock Auto. 
with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, you could be doing that yourself. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything that you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on Blue Devils in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Check out rockauto.com. Back here on Locked On Blue Devils, JJ Jackson, alongside my buddy Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation on Twitter. And uh, speaking of Twitter and speaking of nothing really going on right now, you are so great at content. You're like, let's just start a little conversation here. How about I highlight some random Duke basketball players uh, here in the downtime of the summer? Uh, is it just a, a random thought that popped into your head, Ryan, or tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, man. Honestly, I was sitting there the other day and I was like, I could either like part of me wanted to take some time off, but like, I don't like when people announce it because like, let's be honest, like no one really cares. Like if you, if you don't tweet for two or three weeks, like no one's going to notice you as Twitter, like who cares? But then I was like, or I could do like at least one tweet a day that highlights somebody who might spark a memory for a fan and whether it gets a lot of engagement or not, I don't really care. It's just fun to, to go back in the, the Duke archives and, and kind of, investigate what these guys were about um maybe before we even had fans i know a lot of people i um interact with became fans after 2010 even after 2015 like some of the younger generations i, I tweeted out will uh will avery and josh mcroberts um as well uh so it's just those are guys that people maybe haven't even heard of before and to to see those faces and stuff i think it's a cool way to get duke fans involved and like i said whether it, it's it provides a lot of engagement I don't really care. It's just cool, kind of lazy content, but it's fun to look back a little bit and be like, man, remember that guy? And I've had some tweets where people were like, oh, I went to high school with him or I played against him and all of this stuff. So lazy, but fun and, and kind of cool and all in one. I'm a big fan because so many times we forget about the players, even on teams a year ago. And now yeah. here it is for just a few years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it may be. It's like, hey, the team changes every season. And uh, I, I've enjoyed it. If you haven't already, Go follow Ryan on Twitter at the Duke Nation there. Uh, so let's talk about this year's team. We mentioned a little bit that now we've seen all the guys on campus, uh, with excluding Tyrese Proctor, who's still finishing up some Australian basketball duties there, a part of their basketball team for the country, along with Jack White on the mm -hmm. senior men's national team, another former Duke player. But uh, tell me about your thoughts, not on the team that we've seen so far. We'll save those for a moment. But here we are. We, we don't have to wait on a Trevor Keels decision anymore. A.J. Green, remember that guy? It's not the wide receiver who played for the Cincinnati Bengals all those years, and it's not the Northern Iowa transfer. We don't have to worry about him. We know who the roster is, Ryan. Tell me how you thought it all came together. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you brought up A.J. Green. I had Summer League on in the background yesterday, and all of a sudden they were walking off the bench, and I was like, that guy looks really familiar. Who is Oh, that's A.J. <laughs> Green. That's right. He was either on Boston or Milwaukee. I didn't pay attention much more than that, and I was like, he almost was a Duke Blue. Like, he was pretty close to being on our roster next season. Right. And there he is. So, I thought and that Ryan, was let me say, let me say this, too. When we had a – because A.J. Green was such a hot and heavy topic of conversation for a week and a half, two weeks, whatever it may be, 
when anybody would say AJ Green to me, I would think basketball player right away for those one to two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. There's a Pro Bowl wide receiver, an incredible wide receiver by the yeah. same name that I completely forgot of his existence because that's how dedicated we are to Duke basketball, man. I know it's great. Yeah. And I still think of this day, if you said AJ Green, I'd probably go to the former Northern Iowa guard and current Boston Celtic than I would. It'll probably take until fall for me to get that name uh, reacclimated with football. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was super, super random. I was like, man, I, I've completely forgot about him. Uh, so tell me about the team coming together, man. Now that, now that we know what the roster looks like for this year's team, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I think they have a, I think they're pretty well-rounded, which is nice. I don't see any like huge holes where it's like, oh man, that, I mean, that's, what's going to, if we're going to, um, fail this year, that's going to be it shooting maybe, but, um, as long as Jaden should comes around um, and, and Derek improves that shot a little bit. And obviously Filipowski can shoot and Jeremy, I, I just, I'm not, I don't think we have any like dead eye knockdown shooters. We could put shit in that. Is it, are we saying shoot or is it should shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay. That's what I thought we were. 100% shoot. Like yes. Okay. It's awesome. So, He's a shooter. Easy yeah, exactly. It, yeah. it makes sense. Um, and so it was with shoot. I think there's a chance that he could possibly come off the bench and be a knockdown shooter, but I'm not saying he's Joey Baker by any means, but we had a knockdown, a knockdown shooter in Joey Baker for four years and, and it never actually uh, materialized. So uh, I'm excited about that. I just, I think floor spacing is going to be the biggest thing with this team. Let's just go with a lineup of, of Roach, uh, Whitehead, um, who am I missing? Grandison. And then you have Lively and Philip House. Let's just say it's that you can, you can mix up Mitchell. You could put in Proctor or whatever, but floor spacing is going to be a big thing. How do Lively and Filipowski play together. Um, is that going to cause an issue with spacing? I know Filipowski can spread the floor. Um, Lively obviously is a guy around the rim who won't move much more around outside than that. So um, I, I think this team's going to go as far as, as Roach and, and Whitehead can take them, though. I'm pumped about the roster. I think it's a top five team. The team down the road doesn't scare me as much as they did uh, a few weeks ago. So uh, I'm excited about it. I like what Shire and company put together. On top of that as well, when you talk about what next year's team could look like, let's mention two because I'm right with there with you. When you talk about the lineup possibilities for Duke, in our brains so easily are we offensive oriented and you want to talk about the floor spacing and the shooting that could be there and you know the mismatches that opponents could have. You got to play defense too. It's not a sport where our offensive guys go off the floor and then another set gets to come in and play some defense. So yeah. I think the defensive part of this conversation is so important as well, given the guards up top and then figuring out on the back end of your defense, what does that look like with your bigs? Yeah, for sure. And I think the biggest question mark right now, honestly, from the backcourt is Proctor. Like what is Proctor going to be able to bring, especially from a defensive standpoint? Yeah. He's obviously played at the highest of level in, in, in Australia, not at the NBL, but as far as a national and world level, he's he's played. So I think he has the experience against some decent competition. But um, yeah, from the defensive side, Roach has to step up a little bit. He wasn't a great defensive player last year. He became a, a quite a bit better in March, but um, will that carry over for an entire season? I guess we'll find out. Lively, I'm not super concerned with. Um, with Filipowski, definitely the speed of the game and the fours that he's going to have to guard at the ACC level and in some of the non-conference games I'm a little bit concerned with. But you're right, defensively, young team, maybe an issue with floor spacing, especially defensively and, and switching on pick and rolls and everything. So um, 
kind of up in the air, but I have a, a decent feeling that guys like Whitehead and Mitchell and Grandison, three guys who can play defense really well, um, should be able to hold that down for us. Really exciting basketball players coming to play for Duke this upcoming season, and we'll see what kind of expectations uh, the national media has for this club, how they're voted to fare in the AP ranks for the season going into next year in the ACC as well. Duke now has an ACC regular season championship to defend, although they're going to see double-digit new faces on this year's roster, and it's really only Jeremy Roach. Uh, that was a part of that bunch a season ago. So uh, many things left to be determined for this team. I want to talk a little bit about some of the practice footage that we've seen from Duke foot basketball, and we'll do that on the other side of our final timeout here today. Locked on Blue Devils is brought to you by Built Bar, and they've got a brand new flavor, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. We've already seen the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk before, but now it's in the puff variety. That's right. It's the chewy delicious marshmallow flavor that's still covered in 100% real chocolate. Amazing stuff. And we know that Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is also good for you. That's a great way to start. All Built Bars are low in calorie, low sugar, high protein, and again, also very delicious. What you can do right now is go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off your order. Built Bar, a proud sponsor of Locked on Blue Devils. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Well, starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Final few moments here on today's edition of Locked On Blue Devils. My name is JJ Jackson alongside Ryan Lohman at the Duke Nation on Twitter. Be sure to give them a follow over there. All right, we've seen footage. We've seen clips. They're in the practice gym there on the campus of Duke University. Uh, we know jersey numbers for all those guys, so it's going to be quick to start to learn and identify them on top of their face and what they look like out there on the floor. But uh, what are you seeing so far, Ryan? Um, I, it's been a heavy amount of Jeremy Roach content, which I am all <laughs> for. Um, I think yesterday they, they had like four or five clips of, of, of Jeremy Roach, so – uh, I'm not the one to look into this stuff too much. I think I remember one time in, in, a, in an inner squad scrimmage, I think I think it was Joey Baker. They said scored four, somebody scored 41 points, and it was like somebody who shouldn't have scored 41 points or hadn't done that in like six games combined. So um, I'm not one to look into it too much. It's, it's exciting to see, um, but seeing Jeremy Roach kind of be the highlight and making plays, he made a, a, a cool little floater in the lane that was over. I think Lively or one of the other bigs. Um, him and him and Whitehead kind of seem to be going going at it a little bit as well. Um, Jalen Blakes, there's kind of been some decent amount of footage of Blakes out there making plays, which is really cool. I think that's another wild card player going into this season, just because he did stick around when I think a lot of people, including myself, wouldn't have been shocked to see him transfer uh, for more playing time. And so maybe they obviously they know something that we don't, but maybe he is seeing the. Um, the door creak open just a little bit behind Roach and where he's going to maybe split some time this season. I'm not saying he's going to, but there's a reason he stuck around and whether that's to be a four-year player or to actually get playing time this season, I'm super interested in that. Um, obviously seeing uh, Lively just dominate around the rim. There's yeah. actually a Ryan Young clip as well of him doing a nice 
basically the big white guy move, which is where you turn shimmy one time and do a little quick hook shot to <laughs> over your left shoulder. Um, that was cool to see, but uh, I'm not going to overreact, but seeing all the Jeremy Roach clips has me very excited um, for next season and the confidence level that the social media team is putting into that is, is kind of cool for me. Anytime I ask a question, I'm always worried that you're going to steal my point because you're that great. And so often we <laughs> tend to think alike and, and you've been spot on so far. I wanted to highlight this too. You think about the six freshmen coming in and a lot of new players on this team. And so uh, you want to take a look at, at what all these guys look like in the new uniforms. And I guess it's seven now when you factor in Tyrese Proctor, uh, Christian Reeves, Jaden Shute are guys uh, that are likely going to find themselves at the end of the bench. And Christian Reeves could likely redshirt this season. You got Proctor coming in and then you've got Filipowski, Lively, and Whitehead. Those three guys all throughout this entire past high school season were flip-flopping with one another as to who's the best player in America. And it was yeah. like, well, good problem or good news for Duke. All three of them are going to play for the university. And there's one guy we haven't mentioned yet in all of this, Ryan, and that's Mark Mitchell. And my thought from this is, boy, he's winning the personality award so far. Because yeah. for whatever reason, I just feel like we've seen a lot of Mark Mitchell camera time, and he's all about it, which is always fun to see when guys really buy into Duke Blue Planet and everything that they're trying to do there. Yeah, and it, it goes to show, like, we as fans are are so into it, and, like, it's fun to watch, and, like, we put ourselves in their shoes, and, like, how cool would it be to be in these videos and, like, spouting off Duke gear and Duke uniforms and all that stuff. But to see these young guys encompassing it, especially the young guys – who are, are new to the program um, and haven't been around for a few years, like back in the old, old days, but back when like Nolan Smith and Quinn Cook and, and John Shire were doing it, Emil Jefferson, when they were starting this whole thing and they were yeah. making it be what it is today. Like they, like it was cool to see them get involved and it, you got to, you get to see their personality and Mark Mitchell and, and just in years past seeing the young guys kind of do that and the, the whole bull city thing. Um, I always think that's cool and that the young guys actually know that it, it's, not that they did their homework, but just like that's how much they do enjoy do basketball is that before they even got to campus, they were actually just like us fans and watching these videos as well. Um, so it's cool to see. And I think Mark Mitchell is even uh, kind of doing some stuff on TikTok, too, which is cool. That's kind of a, a complete 360 from like three or four years ago with uh, guys doing dances and stuff. I know AJ Griffin had a little bit of it as well, but I don't know. It, it's always fun to see the camaraderie these guys are building. Um, although it is practice, but seeing them hype each other up and, and, and get on each other is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Mark Mitchell, man, kind of stealing the show a little bit from, from the camera with the camera. No kidding. And for folks that are watching us on YouTube, again, Locked On Blue Devils available on YouTube, wherever you uh, get your podcast as well as how you can listen to it. But be sure to follow and subscribe on YouTube, turn on your post notifications, all that jazz. I've never done this before, but in this moment, I want to show a little love to Bull City. I'm doing it on camera for the first time, Ryan Lohman as well. So, uh, yeah, we're all about it, man. Dude, I'm so thrilled. Here we are. We found ourselves a, a chance to chat and talk to Coops for a little while. Thanks again for joining the show, Ryan. And, and next time we get you on, we'll be a little bit closer to the season and have more Duke basketball content to talk about, my friend. Absolutely, man. It's always a blast. I love doing these. It's fun to talk about. And uh, it keeps the offseason moving a little bit faster. So, anytime. No doubt. All right, Ryan, we'll see you next time. That's my pal Ryan Lohman. He is at the Duke Nation on Twitter, joining us here on Locked On Blue Devils. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.